What's up, everybody? It's Dan here, one half of your host of Improv is Dead. As we continue our little July hiatus here, we're re-releasing some of our favorite episodes from season one. This week, we have Toby Seinfeld with Aaron Keefe. This was one of the first episodes we ever recorded, and Aaron could not have been kinder to do the show, could not have been more fun while we were recording. She was, of course, a seasoned podcast vet at this point, and Timmy and I were still figuring out what we were doing with this show, trying to get things off the ground. Um, and Aaron was an absolute delight, as always, and this was uh, just such a fun show. So we wanted to give it a little bump in the feed uh, in our final week of July here. A few quick pieces of housekeeping before we get started. The biggest thing, Season 2 starts next week, Tuesday, August 3rd. We are back with brand new episodes. Our first episode of the season is with Farrell Walsh, Joran Gargello, and Louis Saunders. Uh, together they are the Princeton New Money Ass Clowns. Uh, it's one of my favorite episodes we've ever recorded. Uh, I love those guys. I've looked up to them for a long time. And we had an absolute blast. We have recorded so many fun episodes. We've been uh, two busy little bunnies here in July. So season two is going to be so much fun. Make sure you're back here next Tuesday and every Tuesday after that. Uh, and thanks to everyone who listened throughout July. We It's totally wild to Tim and I, but we just set a monthly listenership record in a month that we took off. So I guess... People are discovering the show. People are telling people about the show. Whatever it is, we appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who has listened. Thank you to everyone who's recommended it. If you like the show and you haven't done so already, please consider joining our Patreon. Improv is Dead is totally listener-funded. Our Patreon is how we produce the show. It's how we pay every performer that you hear on the show. Uh, plus, you get access to over 50 additional bonus episodes and access to our Discord, which we have a lot of fun in. So join the Patreon. It's as easy as ABC113. And speaking of bonus episodes, we're unlocking a great bonus episode from behind the paywall this week. Uh, we recorded this bonus episode with Mike about... About three or four weeks ago, uh, his daughter even makes an appearance. It's a great episode, so if you haven't heard it yet, we wanted to give uh, the people listening in July some new content to chew on since we're doing a lot of these re-releases, so check that out. It's super, super fun. Uh, all right, I think that's everything from me up top. I uh, hope to see you all back here next Tuesday, August 3rd, for the launch of Season 2. Uh, but for now, enjoy this re-release of one of our favorite early episodes. This is Toby Seinfeld with everyone's favorite person, Aaron Keith. What kind of microphone do you have, Aaron? I have this Scarlet Solo setup. Okay, cool. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fancy. Yeah, you sound good. You're in the closet too. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's. No, I keep all my very, clothes in my crisp. kitchen, Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some people do. People are changing their entire apartments for this quarantine. Tim places his mic right next to the wall, next to the train. So. <laughs> yeah. I was a. It's going right now. A guest on a. a podcast this like random person's podcast and they re were recording from their bathroom and they were sitting on the toilet and i was like <laughs> and they were like <laughs> was that part and no of one that? else saw the humor of it i was like you're, you're doing a podcast on the toilet what? my guy <laughs> yeah aaron you're kind of like the first uh guest out of the very tight group of uh like fudge kind of, we've done like a bunch of fudge apps and we haven't really branched out yet so this is like going to be very much a uh, experimental episode here I think that's a good strategy, though. 
Yeah. Well, you, I'm a huge Aaron's fan also, of Fudge. And Aaron has played with Fudge before. That's true. And it's very funny. So Yes. Actually, was that for the February shows that we did, right? That was like one of my favorite shows. I believe so. Was, I've played with Fudge a couple times, I think. And both times yeah. it was like some of the worst stage fright of my life. Because I was like, oh, man, they your brains move so fast. Oh, my God. I did a Halloween show with you guys. It was, I remember that one. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was so with fun. With Lindsay Smith. That was so fun. Yeah. I think about that. I think about that show all the time because it was such a bad idea to <laughs> make it to make it half of a bat so half in the dark remember like it was half yes. in the dark and then like in the middle of the show all the lights went on and the audience was like oh why and we're also wearing costumes right yeah God. we're all wearing costumes which which was that was like the whole point of it was like they weren't supposed to see that we were dressed this up this why and people fucking hate improv on. right here that yeah. story <laughs> I wish I had a clip of us in the green room enthusiastically agreeing to half of a bat Oh man, that's gonna be so good! It's gonna be so the, great. The lights come on. I think people thought like the show was like kind of over or whatever. That I do remember. Yeah. That. that was so funny. It was it was my fault for not giving good direction to the tech to be like, okay, you should turn it on at this. But I was just like, you know, bring them up whenever. Uh, and they came up like w- towards the end of the show, so we only had about ten minutes in the in the light of day. Yeah. Well, oh man, Aaron, that's how I feel with you, though. I mean, you are like the podcast queen here. I feel yeah, like that, it's official. I know you're like all <laughs> over the place. How is how's it been in without seeing? When's the last time you actually saw? For anyone who doesn't know, Aaron does a very great podcast called Hey Riddle Riddle. Check it out. Um, Aaron, how has it been not seeing JPC and Adel in person for like months? So bizarre. Um, I saw JPC uh, at the IO Theater when we went to pick up all of our World News stuff, and I hadn't seen at that point. I hadn't seen him in like three months, and I was like, Oh, I forgot that you're a real person <laughs> it's strange it's strange to flip from doing improv in a room with people to only doing audio improv yeah it feels very different have you, have you thought to like do any or is there any talk about like trying to do it in person with like you know similar to how restaurants are putting up uh spit screens or splash screens. yeah we're gonna go trying to, trying down to, do to the magnificent mile and sit at a <laughs> <Perfect>. table <laughs> uh, do some outdoor seating <laughs> just do it at the outdoor seating yeah have you guys been into any restaurants since they've like opened a little bit, um, I went to one Mexican re- uh, restaurant uh, that had outdoor seating, and it was. I literally told Kelly, I was like, "It's the only place I've felt safe where there was like five tables, but they all were partitioned with about a like seven foot plastic wall." So Kelly and I went and sat between like these two plastic like walls that separated us from the other tables. So that's the only time I have been out. How about you? Um, I went, I've only uh, been once, and I went and had a drink by the river with Sean. Mm. And the whole time we Mm. were there, we were just in a terrible mood and like on the verge of a fight. And we were like, we're just really anxious to be out where everything's fine. We're just like, we've had this horrible guilt for our waiter. We feel really bad about it. Yeah. Not a good vibe. I think the thing for me personally, who knows both you and Sean personally, is the idea of you guys being in a fight. I feel like you're the two most positive people I know. So what's a fight like with you guys? That's a really good question. I think it uh, because we're both like, everything's going to be fine. A lot can build up. <laughs> <laughs> so when we do fight, it's like uh, no one's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's trying to leave. Everyone's 11 years old. We've actually had fights where both of us have like mimicked the person's voice back to them. 
like a child. Oh, like a mocking. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. I know. Well, it's because it's so rare that when it does happen, we have no, we like forget how to fight and we act yeah. like little kids. Are you trying to show the other person their tone? Are you like, this is what you sound like right now? <laughs> no, it's a clear you've lost control and you know the other person. <laughs> so right? it truly is like a, 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 a like grade school bickering, not like yeah. an adult like, hey, I want you to hear what you sound like right now. It's a real vibe of like two siblings in the backseat of a car 12 hours into a road trip where you're just like licking your hand and putting it in their ear and the other person's like, stop. Wow. It really and does have that energy. Damn. And do you guys, does it, does either of you apologize or is it like just like a move on sort of thing? Um. Yeah, he, I don't often apologize. <laughs> it's him usually. Uh, he, we had to create a deal because I kept leaving the apartment. Okay. Um, every time we fought this was like earlier on in our relationship and we were on and off for a few years mm. um, and we were best friends and like sort of dating in secret so there's lots of those fights of us like can't we couldn't decide if we wanted to be together or not but anytime I wasn't getting what I want or I was just mad I would just take off <laughs> just di- just ditch the apartment just would leave you, uh, would you go for a long walk or would you like just go were you like living I'd go home okay all right yeah <laughs> we weren't living together so I'd just like get in the elevator and be like bye and he was like, you need to stop doing that. that oh, that's wow. not the best. Yeah. But So that's helped. Are you too good at fighting? Not good. Not uh, like you win. I'm not I, asking how often you win. <laughs> no. I mean, my answer my answer is no, I'm single. <laughs> and the fights I have never lead to anywhere good. You're like, so. I'm single because I'm great at fighting. <laughs> I'm, sing- I'm single because I'm great at fighting. And I say, bye-bye. I don't need this in my Can life. Can I just say, my, my wife is very good at communicating. She says exactly what she wants to the point of fault sometimes maybe, but like I don't do that. But she actually gave Tim very uh, Tim a very good compliment recently because we were talking about, she just recently helped Tim like remodel some of his apartment and they've done that a couple times now. And she said, Tim is very good in arguments of like sticking up for himself and saying what he wants. Like she's helps a lot of people like, or uh, rede- redecorate or whatever. And a lot of times she's like, they're just like, whatever they want is fine. Whatever you think is is good. And Tim will be like, no, I like that there. I'll take that. And like Kelly will try pushing him on something. And he'll be like, no, I feel this is what I want. And so she gives that's him amazing. a lot of like credit for being a very- uh, I'm a Virgo. And apparently that's one of our big things is we know exactly what we want. Really? You should teach workshops. I, I hate the A idea. bunch of indecisive I, I, I people would show up. <laughs> <laughs> and you could teach us. Every time, so every time I, workshops, like improv workshops, every time I agree to do one or I'm just like, that would be a good idea. As soon as everybody gets there, I'm like, this was the dumbest idea I've ever had in my life. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I, I really did not enjoy teaching The self-doubt washes all. over you immediately. immediately. As soon yeah. as I start talking <laughs> and I'm seeing blank faces, I'm like, this isn't like an improv show. These people are here and they're listening and they're learning, but I'm not having any fun. <laughs> The only improv teachers I've ever liked, though, didn't show up with the attitude that they were doing me like an amazing service. They're like, this mm. is just this thing, and I can tell you what I know. Any teacher who showed up being like, I have a lot to say. Yes. <laughs> this oh is going to be excellent. I know. The lack of awareness that like a 22-year-old just paid this place $350, and you're going to talk for two-thirds of the, <laughs> of the class oh. is like, oh, man. Uh, you know what I do though, Aaron, now that we're talking about this stuff, what I realize I don't have very strong opinions on many things. Like I am a pushover in like 90% of my life, but the 10% that I care about, 
I swing the totally other way and I have way too strong of convictions about and like need to Is be better. Is it that at. you're dying on like ridiculous hills? Yeah, 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 exactly. Where it's like there are, there are absolutely things where I'm like, if this is what I care about. I mean, creatively especially are like those things. I'm really, but like even dumb little things of like, uh, you know, what kind of peanut butter we buy will be like, <laughs> has been like a thing that I've been like, you can't cut a corner. You can't cut corners on peanut butter. What kind do you get? I like Jif natural or even Skiffy, mm-hmm. Skippy natural. Like I'm not even that. Skippy. Yeah, Skippy. I'm not even Add them that, together. I'm not even that picky, but. That's, that sounds like a compromise that you and Kelly made. All right, let's buy half the Skippy and half a Jif. She and has then to just get home from the grocery store together. and yeah. then scoop half out into the sink and put the other half in. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's one of those, yeah. So that's, you know, but that's that's what it's about. How have you guys been doing in quarantine? Like, because Aaron, you and Sean are both home most of the day, right? Yeah, we have been in full just like living like it's a social experiment. We've been stuck in our condo with our dog I was just had reminded of a story because speaking of dying on like stupid hills, a few years ago, Sean had to take me to the emergency room Mm -hmm. because I wasn't, I couldn't stop throwing up. So I'm in a wheelchair in the emergency room (laughs) with an IV connected to me and I'm throwing up and we were having a conversation about our heights and how tall he is. (laughs) And I said to him, I was like, your brother's like three inches taller than you, right? And he was like, no. And then I went back to throwing up and then started to fall asleep. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I actually, I can't let this. We're the same height. Do you think my brother is three inches taller than me? And I was like, I'm just trying to get, like, close my eyes and get some rest. He's like, we need to walk through this. Because if you think that I'm your height and you think my brother is 6'1", and you think my brother is six inches taller than me. Um, and I was like, oh, man, this is not the time. But he couldn't let it go. Well, and Sean is at the perfect height. Because how, how tall is Sean? Like 5'10"? That's a good... I still don't know. Um, five eleven, maybe. I was gonna say five ten, five eleven. I feel like that's the perfect height where like you can't lean, you can't <laughs> lean into like the short king uh, mm-hmm. identity, but you're also not an objectively tall person, so you're in a weird uh, identity crisis almost. You're from- spending your whole life telling people what your exact height is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know, but Tim, do you how has quarantine I- been for you guys? I have uh, been celebrating the fact that I am a short kid. <laughs> I've, re- I've really embraced my 5'7 height. Um, so that's what I've been up to. No, it's been fine. I feel like it's been, we talked about this the other day, it's been just like a lot of home improvement projects and um, exercising, getting uh, mentally uh, fit and physically fit the entire time. Like right now I'm sitting on an ice pack because I have a groin injury <laughs> Ooh. Uh, from work from working out too much. Uh, or it's a, it's an existing injury that was there years ago. I was run a lot and then it like flared up and I, I could no, no idea what it was. I thought it was like a testicular thing. And then I went and got a, um, uh, what's it called? Ultrasound in my testicles. You know, you could do that. They could do that. They could do, do they ever do find the a baby? <laughs> they never found a baby. They found millions of them. They, yeah. Yeah. They found millions of little babies just waiting to be born. Um, <laughs> But they they did, couldn't find anything, and now and then it went away because I just started swimming and like not working out as much, uh, and then I started again, and now so that's, that's something I'm figuring out this week, hopefully. Uh, I've been cooking more, but it's I've realized there's like this weird thing where you're home and you're already cooking so many more meals, where even though I'm cooking more meals than I ever have and trying new meals than I ever have, it still feels like I'm cooking the same thing every day because it's like once or twice a week I try something different, but normally on a normal week you know 
I'm making five meals and in quarantine, I'm making 20. So it's still like the way the percentages work out. It still feels like I'm not cooking a lot or like not being adventurous enough in what I attempt. Oh, man, that's insanity. Yeah. Also, quarantine is a unique thing where it puts your brain in a place where you start thinking of these things. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you just have so much more time to like reflect on your general Mm -hmm. existence and like day to day routines. Yeah. Are you guys cooking a lot? Yeah, I I a big part of my time in quarantine has been getting an air fryer and then becoming oh, absolutely obsessed wow. with it. My dad swears by the air fryer. Oh, I have that. You and your what am I trying to say? Me and your dad have a lot <laughs> yeah. in common. What's your go-to dish in the air fryer? <laughs> Um, I, I, that's my go-to way to make vegetables now. Um, so before I would like, uh, douse them in a ton of olive oil and then cook them in the oven. Okay. Um, but now, uh, I don't use any oil and I just put like potatoes or squash. And does it taste as? It tastes so good. Cause it. How does it work? What's the. I don't quite understand the technology, but it does. It's like a healthier way to fry things. So everything you make in it is crispy on the outside and really soft on the inside. Oh, okay. Do you use it for less uh, like healthy food too? Like you make like chicken wings and stuff in there? Um, I've been making like a gluten-free grilled chicken or not fr- grilled chicken, gr- gluten-free fried chicken. And I, my favorite thing to make in it is bacon because oh. it's the only way to really make bacon where it's not cooking in its own fat. Wow. Is it cl- is it cleaner? Because one of the things with bacon that sucks, I feel like, is that it makes it like... It's like such a pro- like bacon's one of those foods that you make and then two hours later you're still cleaning up because like yeah. you gotta wait for the stuff to congeal and that like I'm kind of I'm somebody who likes to get all the dishes done when they're done so it kind of annoys me to have that. Mm-hmm. It it is such a fast cleanup because it it catches all of the oils and the grease at the bottom of it. Oh. Um, and then you can see how much like oil and fat is on bacon and you're oh. like oh my god. It's kind of like uh, a flex on traditional cooking. Exactly, and then you can just dump it out and then. I saw a, throw the top part in the. I, I saw an Instagram story recently where it was about it was somebody making fried pickles in an air fryer, and I was like, I'm interested in that. And they're not too expensive <laughs> either, right? They're only they're, it's like it's like under a hundred bucks to get one, or is it? Over? Yeah, I think I got mine for like seventy five. Oh wow! Do you guys use a uh, uh, inst, uh, 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 instant pot? I just use it tonight. Yeah, what you make? I made chicken in it. It's oh, so super, good. super quick. You just. You, you thaw it if you got your frozen chicken, then you season it and then leave it in the refrigerator for like 30 yeah. minutes and then put it in for like 15 minutes and then let it sit for five like in its own you know stew. You can do like chicken broth in there and you can put vegetables in there too at the same time. But it, it's, it makes it perfect every time. Mm. I have yet to have it where like I put the meat thermometer in and it's not like perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Have either of you guys made bread? Have either of you guys done the bread thing? No. I haven't hit that sort of rock bottom yet. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure it's coming soon. I feel like everyone was talking about it, but I have yet to like meet anyone who's done that. Uh, yeah. In early April, it seemed like everyone on the internet was. Yeah. Really making bread. Yeah. I I don't eat enough bread to feel like to be like, I need to make this and then eat it like on a regular, on a general weekly basis. Yeah. Did it um, seem... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. 
Oh, no, I just had a question for Tim. And if this is too personal of a question, you can skip it. Uh, speaking of being a short king, mm-hmm. have you been on any dating apps during quarantine? Yeah, shortkings.com. It's just a, it's just a <laughs> place for me and other short kings to meet up. Yeah, Tim, Tim just bought the URL. <laughs> yeah. So it just, alder, it just redirects to his Thank social you. pages. I, I, did not, I did not set her up for that, but that is, I wanted to talk about shortkings.com. Um, I have been on the dating apps. Um, Hinge and Bumble and uh, uh, Tinder. It's pretty uh, dry out there right now. I think everybody's kind of um, they're they're interested and they're lonely. Like we're all lonely, but we're all lonely together, and uh, no one really wants to meet up with anybody because all you can do right now is just like socially distance walk uh, around until you both make that decision to be like, hey, maybe we should both get tested and then maybe we can kiss. Um, so that's kind of where it's at right now. So I, I've had some conversations with people, but it always, they always kind of just like fizzle out after the weekend. So interesting. Yeah. Aaron, were you ever on the dating apps or were you and Sean? Cause you and Sean have been together a while. Like, was it? Like... Yeah, I, I was on the dating apps. Oh, you so were? I, um, yeah, I saw you. Uh, on uh, did you? Yeah. I've seen, did you swipe right I see ever? All the, no, I never swipe right on any, oh. on any, on any improvisers I see. I, I usually swipe left. It would have been nice to get a hello and you know luck out there. I'm I'm always like, I'm always like, this would be like a funny thing to do, but then there's always in the back of that other person's head being like, oh, he maybe he actually likes me, and then I have to face them in real life, and I don't want to ever. There should be there should be like a swipe up option for people that are in between. Like, hey, I'm not rejecting them, but I'm also not attracted to them. I just like it's a joke. (laughs) It's a it's a joke option. (laughs) Yeah, and I and I know that. I just know these people, so swiping, I swipe up. On swiping them. up, Dan, is you give somebody a super like. Oh, really? And those and those, and those cost extra money that you have to pay these companies. Oh, there it's a whole. I mean, it's a disgusting system that they it's got. A racket. Oh, for sure. I uh, I loved dating apps, but I only liked one. And there was like a a year in Chicago where I was fully single, and I was going on so many dating app dates. And half of them were good, and half of them were horrible. Mm. But it was a uh, coffee meets bagel. Mm. Oh yeah, that was definitely my favorite. Um, what was the appeal of that one? What was like the pitch? It was like a lot of power in being a woman on the app. Mm. I don't know how fun it would be to be a guy on that app because there's a lot of just like. What were the rules? How did it? I don't quite remember. I, it would only give you like three matches every day. Oh, okay. They'd be like, we're really sure these three people. Uh, would be a good fit for you. Mm. And then uh, if you wanted to like pay a little extra, maybe you could see like other people who had, I think it's guys see a bunch of girls' profiles, but they only show girls a certain amount of profiles. Got it. Okay. Uh, it was uh, really fun. And I did go on a date, though, to the Violet Hour with this guy named Matt, and the entire time he talked about hot sauce. Ooh. For like two hours, he only talked about hot sauce. Damn. He did take you to and- Violet Hour, which is a... Nice. I took him. Oh man! The sec- <laughs> as soon as I said that, I'm like, I'm about to like get canceled. I know I'm gonna fuck this up. No, isn't that? I just was like, I'll take this guy on a date. He seems really nice, and he uh, he went like this when I started talking about myself because he remembered something else he wanted to say about Ooh. hot sauce. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> he was like, I'm sorry. Uh, power, as I was real saying, power move. Yeah. Let me just finish this thought on hot sauce. Ninety minutes into the conversation, <laughs> the, uh, Violet Hour. I gotta say. Kelly and I went, that was like one of our first dates too. Seems like a place I would hate just like in terms of who I associate, the crowds I run in, the, what I'm about. Seems like I would hate it. 
Violet Hour is a fantastic date. I cannot recommend it enough. It's like great ambiance and very, I mean, the drinks are expensive, but you're getting so much with them, I feel like. I took my best friend from home once and she was saying it feels like everyone's sharing state secrets. Like everyone seems yes. like they're spies. A hundred percent, yeah. And we ordered absinthe and I was like, we feel very cool and important. Yes. This is very Ooh. good. Oh, yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, so it's yeah, definitely yeah. a place that couldn't happen right now uh, in the quarantine because it's like is no. it, it's a very small like push together tables and yeah it was actually yeah, yeah. well I think it's just inside yeah. a perfect intimate dating spot. Well, it's cool though because things are close, but they have these tall chairs. They're like the chairs are like six feet tall, so you really do feel isolated while still I don't know feeling close. Doesn't sound like a good place for short kings. <laughs> Oh, Guthrie's closed. Yeah. And I was like, where are people going to go yeah. on second dates? Yes, that is a great well, second they, date they spot. They had things in their window uh, a week ago that were like, 20 years, like, thanks so much, Wrigleyville. And now they're the, the the chairs are up on the tables like they're closed, but those signs are out of the windows. And it looks like they're not closing. Oh, But really? maybe they are. I don't know. I know there was a bunch of businesses in Chicago that got second loans. So maybe they were one of them. I don't know. That would be great, man. But I they, love But that was place. a great place. But it's definitely yeah. a place that can't open now because the big appeal was board games and there's no way to wash. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to wash that Monopoly money. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you could. You could. It's time consuming. Yeah. You have to like hang it out like laundry. <laughs> just paper. I just you read uh, some, an article from a social scientist that's, or, or I don't know what the exact title is, but he they were arguing that one of the big reasons um, that they're seeing an exodus from cities is dating apps. Because they're not as much of a like uh, epicenter for like young couples as much now. Like you can, uh, you can meet somebody in your vicinity with more accuracy through a dating app than like you know ten years ago, where you could go to a city and go to a bar and like you know see a bunch of people or whatever. Like that was one of the one of a couple forces he like uh, pointed to is like being why there's there's concern that there's going to be exodus from cities. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the idea of community within cities doesn't exist as much as it used to. Yeah, anymore. Absolutely, I totally agree. I also read an article one time that said Chicago is one of the shallowest cities in America. <gasps> Dating. What yeah. is that true? That's what I heard, and you know what? I experience. <laughs> I experience it every I day. I disagree. Or, or did you yell that during a breakup? I yelled it. That's what I. That was, uh, that's my cold opener on every dating site. Hey, I heard that uh, you're pretty fucking shallow. Are you one of those people? Are you one of those people? Tell me now. What What was the rationale for it? Uh, I think it was just. I, I don't remember. It was so long ago, and I feel like it was a headline, and I just gave you a headline only. So, uh, I, so yeah. I apologize. That's fascinating. Don't take it as I've fact. been trying to tell my friends from other cities who are single to come and move to Chicago because I just think Chicago guys are better than any other city. Damn. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, man. I can chat forever. This is so great. It's great to catch up, Aaron. It's so good to see you. Um, yeah, I miss you guys so much. Likewise. Uh, but I don't want to keep you guys here all night. So should we get into it? Should we do a little improv? Yeah. Let's, Let's do it. Um, awesome. Well, let's jump into it. Aaron, how we usually do it uh, is we just kind of grab a word. Oh, Aaron's putting on her, her reading glasses. <laughs> my, her my improv, improv glasses. glasses. <laughs> Should I put on my improv? Oh, they're not in the room. I would have put them on. Uh, we usually they just... help me see the laughs more. <laughs> That's what we need. Um, so we usually just start with a word. So you just want to give us a word and we'll go from there. 
anything that comes to mind. You can find something in your room, in your closet, wherever you're at right now. Think of Let's something, see. something that's been on your mind. We'll do anything. Um, let uh, I see a picture of a penguin on a bag in my room. So how about we do zoo? Zoo, perfect. Zoo. All right, cool. great, thanks. All right, so um, this is uh, this is where the we keep uh, the chimpanzees. So we we got to come in twice a day to feed them, and then we come in at eight o'clock every night and kind of clean up, tidy it up a little bit. Uh, I got a question. Yeah, what's up, Mary? Are there security cameras in here, in the chimpanzee room? There's a live stream for our, the website but there technically there's no security cameras i think in this area but you'd have and to that's check always with, on 20 yeah 24 7 live feed um because one of the hmm. one of the chimpanzees has been pregnant for the last 36 months so uh there's a big internet following waiting to see when when she delivers why are you so interested about all the security ah no no reason it's just a little disappointing um 36 months pregnancy yeah. yeah good for her it's been an extended pres- pregnancy yeah so mm-hmm. she weighs about 480 pounds right now um the baby how chimp- many babies is it uh it's twins but they're both about two years old right now so <laughs> yeah so it's been uh so i forgot to mention um a big thing that you have to do every day is is come in and and massage uh Elizabeth's ankles and feet because she obviously is on those all day and um, right and like other like animal uh, habitats like what any anything that is like sort of off the grid or doesn't really have cameras. Okay, Mary, are you Mary? Are you trying to knock over the zoo here with this some sort of Ocean's Eleven zoo situation? I hope you're not working with David. He's a disgraced former uh, zoo employee who was fired for stealing animals. He tries selling them on eBay. <laughs> Mary, Mary, over here. Mm-hmm. Over here, I got us a table. Come okay. here. So, mm-hmm. what'd you find out? Well, apparently... Shh, shut up. Shut up. You asked me a question. <laughs> I asked you a question, but you're responding to me at full volume. Well, people are going to think we're up to something if I whisper. <laughs> if I say it full volume, they won't think I'm hiding anything. All right, fine, go ahead. Okay, so find? I went to the zoo, and I found out yeah. that a lot of people, like teachers... Uh, board people at their offices mm-hmm. keep up a live stream of animals all the time so like they can watch it and it's very entertaining right. to them. So there's really no animals we can steal except, uh-huh. and I don't know how you're going to feel about this, polar bears. <laughs> Yikes. Um, okay. That's a big one to start with. Are you scared? I don't, I mean, I'm, I, maybe I'm not reading this right, but are you scared? Well, Mary, it's the most dangerous of the bear. We're actually their only enemy. Humans are polar bears only enemy. That can't be right. They, what about seals? They like seals, but they have to eat them to survive. Oh, but polar okay. bears hate humans. All right. They hate us. What about really big penguins? Are they only scared of humans? <laughs> it's not. They're not scared of us. <laughs> they're not fucking scared of us, Mary. We're their enemies. They don't like us. Okay. All right. Well, then we get one and then we sell it and then it's out of our hair. Well, hey guys, welcome to Hooters. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but I'm sensing a first date. 
Is this a first date scenario here? Uh, yeah, just go with it. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. We are. All right. I'll tell you what. Onion rings on the house. How's that sound? That's great. Hey. Oh. I no. I we love that you're our waiter. Yeah. Um, isn't it normally like a, a lady? Oh yeah. Well, abs. Usually yes. Uh, everyone called off today, so uh, my <laughs> name is Chad. I'm gonna be uh, do taking care of. Uh, this whole section, all the sections are kind of up to me. Uh, you can see I do got the shorts on, so you're getting a, you're getting a little uh, little ball cleave. How about that? <laughs> I'll keep it um, away from the onion rings. <laughs> we love it. We'll take two Chardonnays. Um, oh, fancy. Yes. Okay, yeah. And everyone called off on the same day? Yeah, everyone called off on the same day. Uh, so I'm the manager here, and it's my birthday, and my whole staff fucking hates my guts. <laughs> So everyone called off today, so I'm working. I had to cancel my own birthday party to be here, but hey, I get to flash a lot of strangers my ball sack. (laughs) Happy birthday to me. So, yeah. Anyways, don't want to ruin the mood. I'm happy you guys are here. Uh, Can we uh, exchange? I I don't want to sound ungrateful, but uh, for the onion rings, can we do uh, mozzarella sticks instead of onion rings? Yeah, like free mozzarella sticks. Just because the... Onion ring. I mean, onion rings. I've had them here before. I feel like everyone in my life fucking pushes me over. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not my pushing face, you over. Do I just read push over to you? No, we we just you just look at me. Am I just a mark? I've had them. I've had the onion rings here before, and they're a little. So- they come out a little soggy, so I just. I, Can I be I, honest with you? This morning, when I started my car in the garage, I had forgotten to open my garage door. Honest mistake, but. For a brief moment, maybe, I don't know, 15 minutes, I just sat there, you know, and I thought, what if I don't open the garage door and I just let the fumes... What? Nothing, nothing, sorry. I, that, that, that's a me problem. <laughs> Shouldn't have uh, brought that up. This is Hooters. Everyone's having a fun fucking time <laughs> until I show up. That's what I am. That's what I bring to the world. So... Why? No on the onion rings? Yeah, you know what? You can get some mott sticks. No one in the world gives a fuck about me, so it doesn't matter. Mott sticks on the house. How about that? How's that sound? How's that? Are we having fun? Are we having fun? Oh, thank you. Um, uh, Dad, um, yeah, Mom's up, gonna... Said I can, like, have dinner with you for your birthday, but today is technically not your day, so... If you can just drop me it's... off at home after this. Okay, I'm sorry, Jake. I'm I'm confused by the logic here. You, Mom said I, you could have dinner with me, but you're saying since it's technically not my day, you don't want to have dinner with me. No, I can have like a like a like a, a quick bite, and then I would like to go home. Uh, okay, I got us reservations at Ruth's Chris, just, so we got a fancy dinner plan. Mm. It's gonna get us both a nice steak for my birthday, a nice New York strip for my birthday, father son dinner. Okay, fine. Can I bring my iPad? What are you doing on that? What are you doing on that iPad? Uh, just drawing. Uh, Literally, draw you're just characters. using the drawing app. That's the that's <laughs> the. You don't want to hang out with your dad on his birthday because you're doing the drawing app. You're not even on like a social media platform. No, I'm drawing and I'm streaming it live. <sighs> Fuck. All right. Yeah, I guess, kid. Bring your iPad if if that's what it if that's what's gonna make you happy. Bring your iPad. Are you dating anyone new? I was. Mom is. You were. Who's mom dating? Oh, you're um, what? Uh, our your best friend. 
Uncle Ben. My brother? <laughs> Uncle Ben? She's dating yeah. my fucking brother? Yeah, you always said he's your best friend and your brother. Yeah, but he also was my divorce lawyer. He represented me in the divorce. I knew I got butt-fucked in the divorce. <laughs> Dad, stop yelling butt-fuck. What? what? There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. We're sex positive. Are oh, you fucking God. kidding me? My uncle, my, Your uncle is dating mom? This is not a me problem. This is between the two, the three of you. Yeah, that was the, you know what? That was the problem with your mom and I is that she kept wanting there to be three of us. And I didn't feel comfortable with it. I'm just confused because you guys got really mad at me that I didn't invite either of you to career day at school. But then you talk like this around me. You two are loose cannons. Like, you can't be trusted well, around my classmates. You're embar- you shouldn't be embarrassed. I, ru- I run one of the most successful hooters in the tri-state area. Dad, they hate you. <laughs> that's why... <that's, laughs> all of your employees. Because I'm their boss. Cooks, I'm not their friend. Bartenders. Oh, God. Not a good vibe in a hooters. Uncle Ben and I have gotten really close. And I invited what? him to talk at career day in my class. You invited Uncle Ben? Yeah. To career day? Oh. Uh, all right, kids, uh, welcome. This is my Uncle Ben, and he's going to tell us a little something about what he does for work. Hey, everybody. Uh, I am I am uh, Uncle Ben uh, to my niece here, but uh, you could just call me Ben. Sorry, was that a joke? It's a little joke. Sorry. Yeah, a little bit of a joke. I apologize. Uh, a little bit of a joke at you the top. You don't have to say you're sorry. Uh, no, uh, I, I'm sorry. But yeah, I, it's just something I do. Um, I, if I could make a quick suggestion about the joke. <laughs> sure. There was not a clear punchline. It, it sounded as if it was more of a statement. I hear it now. Now that I hear it, play it back in my head. It does. Yeah, it does sound like more of a statement. Thank you. Very astute. Toby Uh, Seinfeld knows a lot about comedy, so I would take that note. I will take that note. Thank you, Toby Seinfeld. That's very nice of you. Very astute. I thought I thought I was playing to a a dumber audience, so I appreciate the feedback. Play to the top of your intelligence. Thank you, Toby. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, uh, my job, uh, I run a chain of very successful sporting goods stores. Uh, you may have heard of them, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, I okay, own. Okay, it says here that you're a divorce attorney. So, is this another joke? Nope. I am a divorce attorney, but I own a Dick's sport, <laughs> a chain of Dick's Sporting Goods on the side. Um, but if you'd like to hear about the my divorce uh, uh, attorney job, I can do that as well. Show of hands. Who who wants to hear about the divorce attorney job? Okay, everybody. All right. Um, <laughs> let's do that then. I'll leave the dick sporting good stuff on the back burner. So what I do, um, I your parents. I got oh question. yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, have any of our parents come into your office and then later change their mind? Uh, I'm actually not allowed to disclose that information, um, but it is career day, so I'll say yes. It has. Um, and so that's a good segue into what I was going to say next is that my job is to take uh, couples. So as you know, your parents are married and then they had you. Um, after that happens, something can sometimes happen. Friction arises between these couples. They realize, oh, this was a bad idea or we only did this um, to try and keep us together. You and that was a mistake. You become different people. They, yes, Toby, you become different <laughs> people. And so... 
<laughs> people need time to be together before they make that big decision, that big life-changing decision. Mm-hmm. So when they decide, hey, maybe we're not right for each other, they come to me and then I help them. A lot of times it's not an immediate decision. It it kind of ca- it kind of cascades over a couple over of years. Over a couple of years. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is right, Toby. Yeah. You can wake up and then you don't recognize who you're looking at. Yep. That's that's something that I write, I write that exact statement down a lot for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so my job is to just um, help them start new lives and make sure we divvy up everything equally. It's a, a, like when you're sharing your toys with each other, right? Uh, you, you have your toys and you have to give some up sometimes when, you, when you're not able to play with them anymore. Mr. Uh, ben? Uh, you just call me Ben. Uh, okay, Mr. Ben. I, I was just wondering if like seeing so many mar- marriages fall apart sort of uh did it did it ever dissuade you from getting married yourself um n- no well i i had been married before and then i uh was my own divorce lawyer um so i made out pretty good in that one <laughs> um i but thought you then, tried to distribute things fairly you said evenly before well not sometimes not everybody deserves uh everything deserves an interesting choice of word <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Hey, Toby, Toby, they got vending machines at this school? <laughs> no, they took them all out because I kept getting stuck. Okay, well, why don't you go down to the lunchroom and get yourself something to eat? Are you bribing him to leave? You just handed I'd... him a $1 bill. Yeah, no offense, not... Ben, but I've been looking forward to this session for like the last <laughs> four days. Oh, all right. I sat through a bunch of firemen and police officers to get to the divorce attorney, and I'm not leaving now. Right. All right, well... He's Sometime. not kidding. He left during when the ice cream ma- maker was talking. Jesus. He wasn't Ugh. even interested in that. And that was amazing. There were free samples. Yeah. Toby, you're the worst I didn't kind even want them. I left. <laughs> I said, call me when the divorce lawyer gets in here. Well, uh, did do you have a specific question for Ben, the divorce lawyer? What's something I can do at age nine to assure that I never have to experience the pain of a divorce? Same question for me. Well, at age nine, you don't really have to do anything. You, you just need to listen to your parents uh, and learn as much as you can about the world. And when you do find somebody, open communication uh, is key. And make sure that uh, they're the one before you decide to... Um, get married what does someone what does what does what does what does someone have to do in order to not deserve their things anymore and this is specific to your marriage yeah um i guess um they need to be cold pretty cold-hearted uh they have had to uh cheat on you multiple times there it is um (laughs) there's the source of deserve yeah so it, it was a little spiteful on, on in my part, but it felt like it needed to be done. Sometimes people cheat not because they don't love the other person, but because they don't love who they've become and they blame the other person. Mr. Ben is crying. I'm not. Are you allergic crying. to something in our classroom, Mr. Ben? No, it's um, you're just bringing up a lot of um. Hard, hard question. You just pulled out your phone and your thumb is hovering <laughs> over the call button. I just, uh, I need a second here. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And Toby, can you scooch a little further away from that iguana habitat? You're making us a little bit nervous. You've been uh, banned from uh, feeding the iguana, and we all know why. Okay, wh- bud? <laughs> okay, that was not my fault. How was I supposed to know that there was a security <laughs> camera on the iguana? Well, we placed it there. Yeah, and I came in on the weekend to feed him my Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> Well, I'm going to head out. Uh, I appreciate you having me uh, as your guest speaker today. Hey, Uncle Ben, don't call her. Don't call don't her. Don't call her. You're happier now with my mom. I will. Oh. <laughs> Toby didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need another 15 yeah. minutes to kind of sort through some of this. <laughs> Uh, Officer Howie, this is actually a really straightforward job. You're just going to breathalyze each kid on their way into the dance. Uh, can you just repeat that back to me so I uh, sure. I know you heard it? Absolutely. I will uh, breathalyze every student that comes into the dance. If anyone tests above a .01 BAC, they will be arrested and charged. Oh, well, you've uh, sort of embellished it um, a little bit. We're just breathalyzing them, and if there's anyone who has a .01, you're just going to walk them over to me. Walk them over just to walk them over. Got walk it. Over, yeah. I will register them as domestic terrorists in our uh, database. <laughs> I will walk them over to you. I have a mobile app. It's, they've made it real easy to register domestic terrorists. And I have to ask, what is the database? Um, this looks like it's just a, a Google... Yeah, it's a Google uh, Doc I keep with a bunch of other police officers. <laughs> Whenever we find someone we suspect of being a domestic terrorist, we just update their name on it. Yeah, you, you're, yeah. Okay, this looks like it's just public yeah. and can be edited by basically anyone who gets their hands on it. Uh, well, they got, yeah, if they got, they got to have the password. Howie, just make sure no one goes into this dance trunk. Absolutely. So, Miss Lachelle, you're going stag to the dance, I see? I have been reminded by every adult walking into this dance that I'm here alone, and I do not need it from another adult. Thank you so much. I don't have a date. Everyone has mentioned it to me. Thank you so much. Okay. Your BAC is 0.4. Get on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You are Uh, fucked out of your mind right now. (laughs) No, I, I, I just, I used mouthwash before I came here. I was hoping to maybe get a kiss. Jesus Christ. This is the saddest thing I've ever seen, but listen, (laughs) I should register you as a domestic terrorist, but (laughs) you know, uh, you know, Louis Chestnut. Yeah. The biggest loser in school. That's what I thought, too. He's stag, and that kid's packing. What? Kid's built like a lumberjack, if you know what I'm saying. How do you know that? <laughs> he ripped his pants on the way in. <laughs> oh, God. Officer Howie, a... have a good night. Can I go into the dance now? Yeah, yeah, have a good night. Sorry, I shouldn't have uh, said that. I'm just... Well, if I'm being honest, I'm personally still a little shaken. <laughs> Hey, Louie. Yeah? I've been setting you up with... I've been setting you up all night, kid. This is, gonna, this is gonna be a dance for you to remember. What? What did we talk about? Don't ask any questions. It's just... I've been pushing you real hard. Let's just say Louie's stock is through the roof right now, kid. All right. I was a nerd once, too. I get it. I'm not a nerd. Okay. That dragon on your shirt says differently. This is, I, I bought, I made this myself. This is my own shirt. Wow, I think you think you're helping your cause. <laughs> what? 
Look, just don't ask any questions, all right? You're gonna be the cat's okay. meow of the dance, okay? So just try to play it cool. All right. Any word in my pants? <laughs> no, just don't stand up. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, Louie, you probably don't recognize me or remember me. Yeah, I do. Yeah, what's up? Hi. Hi. Hi, um... I noticed that we're both here, Stag, and I was wondering if you wanted to stand up off the bleachers and dance with me? I... I do? I kind of like to dance sitting down, though. <laughs> it's kind of like... Um, a, I kind of just like to... If you want to just stand next to me and we can hold hands and sway. We already... It sort of feels like we have big targets on our back already. We're just like sort of... I don't know. I, I don't want tonight to get any worse. Why don't you just stand up and dance with me? I want to, but... Oh my god, I can't believe I'm being rejected by the biggest You're not being rejected. Alright, I'm gonna stand up. Just don't scream. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, don't scream? Just trust me. I, I don't! <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that Kayla getting rejected by Louie? Chestnut? Oh. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go hide in the bathroom. No! Don't! Uh, damn it! Stupid hog! <laughs> <laughs> it's it that time of night, folks. We are going to announce the winners of the homecoming king and queen. <laughs> I voted for Louie because he's been sitting in the stands with that blanket and everyone thinks he's got cancer. <laughs> yeah, I also voted for Louie. For Homecoming King, we got, whoa, Louie? Louie, come on up here, pal. You got the votes. Come on, Louie, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take it from back here. No, you gotta come up or you're not eligible. Uh. Are you too sick to dance, Louie? <laughs> Come on, everyone, let's go carry him! <laughs> yeah! No, no, I... I Come on, Louie! Come on, Louie! No, don't pull my blanket up! It's my penis. Get out! Get out! Get out of here, Louie! You never should have come to this dance! Damn it, stupid hog. <laughs> um, Louie, this has been such an amazing second date. Uh, I've had such a good time with you. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I had a really nice time with you as well. I feel like we have a crazy. lot in so common. In common, yeah, yeah, so much well, in common. So yeah, it's the same <laughs> thing at the same time. So crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, where did you say you grew up again? Where did you go to school? Uh, it was uh, uh, it was well, there was a middle. It was a Hickory Creek Middle School, and then uh, went to uh, like a waste high school. <gasps> no way. My cousin yes, went there and told me the funniest, craziest story. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh. They had to actually oh, burn really? the school down after it happened. <laughs> oh, 
What? You must That's... know. You must be like aware of it if you grew up there, right? Were you at yeah. Were you at the the homecoming that had happened? I I had gra- so, uh, so I had graduated early, and so I, I kind of mi- uh, yeah. So I, I missed that. But what what what's the story? Well, you must have say? heard about it though, like through the grapevine. I, I had known that it had burned down, but I kind of was just I I finished that I finished school there, and I was like I hated it. So I was like I don't even want to hear about this place anymore. Uh, so there is this loser, okay, <laughs> just an absolute nothing zero, um, and he made his own shirts. Um, I don't know why that's an important detail, but it is. Um, and on the way into the dance, he ripped his pants. And then he won oh. homecoming king. Everyone thought he had cancer. Oh, wow. <laughs> sounds, like a luck, sounds like a lucky guy. Well, not quite, because then everyone was going to carry him there. And then mm. when he stood up, it, it showed his penis. And everyone oh. started screaming. <laughs> and then everyone started just destroying the school and killing all the class animals and just, like, tearing the school apart. Um, and it was crazy, and then they had to burn the school down after because it was just, like, too much of a mess. They were like, we should just start over. And it's all because of this guy's penis. Like, this guy's penis, like, ruined everything. Oh, what? sounds like an overreaction. What was his name? I don't... That story to me... Uh, can, we, can we just get the uh, check over here? Yeah, uh, there's not a lot of waitresses act- Actually, here sir, you pay, sir, you pay at the front. You pay at the front oh. counter. Oh, great. Yeah. Good to, great to know. Good to know. Normally at a Hooters, I thought that there was supposed to be like a waitress that came around. Yeah, normally there is. Um, but right now, you're just all going to you're gonna have to figure out the point of service system on your own and cash out. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. So you trust I, us to do that? I have no other choice, too. But I got this whole <laughs> restaurant to take care of. And uh, I'm trying. I'm doing my best here. So I'm on the brink of disaster. Anyways, yeah. So go ahead and cash yourself out up at the front. Uh, sir, you've been sitting down for three hours, so I don't know. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to... Uh, I didn't realize it was going to be a cash yourself out situation. Yeah, I just heard back from the dry cleaner. They said your pants aren't going to be done today, so you're gonna have to, they're going to have to go back tomorrow. All right. The dry cleaner called the restaurant that we're at. That's crazy. Come on, let's just uh, stand up and maybe go for a little walk. Walk off this uh, Hooters. I actually think I'm going to stay here for a little bit. Um, oh, my God. I had, a, I had a phenomenal time with you. I really enjoyed our time together. I can't believe I'm getting um, rejected. No, you're not. I, I just um, I just like to, after a date, I kind of like just like to sit with myself and just kind of take it all in, everything that I just experienced. And then uh, next time we talk, I, I'm kind of like, I've, I've... Excuse me, sir. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, that yep. table over there uh, paid for your dinner. Um, they said they, they're... So sorry about your uh, diagnosis. Oh. Oh my God. Think them. You have something? <laughs> Is there some <laughs> terrible news you want to share with me? No, I'm good. Wait, I, this uh, is all starting to sound a little <laughs> bit familiar. Are you doing this because it is? Uh, it's like a joke about the story I just told you. I'm. I'm the joke in the story that you told me. What? I'm the one with the big lizard dick. You're the joke? That everybody burned the school down for. Your dick looks like a lizard? You're that guy? My dick doesn't look like a lizard. Oh, well, that's too bad. My dick is vagina is the perfect (laughs) shape of a lizard (laughs) on the inside. (laughs) And we would have been a good fit. (laughs) I've actually sort of been looking for that guy my whole life, thinking that his 
dick looks like a lizard, but I guess I'm the weirdo with the lizard-shaped <laughs> vagina. No, uh, we can make it work. No, goodbye. <laughs> So, Karen, this is your dorm room, huh? Pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah. huh? Yeah. Wow. Can't believe my daughter's going to be a uh, Ohio Northern polar bear. I'm so proud of you. You're the first one to go to college in our family. I'm so proud of you. Well, Dad, these are the last of the boxes. So, um, have a yeah. safe ride home. I will. Car's going to feel car's going to feel empty without you in it. Please don't cry, Dad. I'm not. I'm not crying. I'm not. Uh, Dad, don't be sad. It's not that big of a deal. You I'm have your. I'm not crying. I was I'm just allergic to the iguana we saw on the way in here. Hey, room three hundred eight. How are we settling in? We looking good. We feeling good. I see oh, we only got a couple more boxes here. Hey, it's my RA. Hi. Hey, what's the haps? Um, hey, you look like you're a little too old to go here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know you're dead. Yeah. Oh. I know you're that's dead. Funny. Yeah, it's a, kind of a joke I do with. Uh, what's your name, son? Toby Seinfeld. <laughs> Toby Wait, holy crap. Are, is your dad is your yeah. uh, in the in the same family, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 uh I've got a shtick. <laughs> See dad, I'm in good hands. What's this? Who who are we talking about? Who's your who's your in your family? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Who's is that a TikToker? Is that one of your TikToks? No, Dad. He's a. He actually. It, it makes more sense for you to know him than <laughs> to know. Him. Yeah. What is he, is yeah. He Facebook. No, he's no. like a famous stand-up comedian See, who he's had. He's got a, one of the most syndicated shows of all time. Biggest huh. show in the nineties. Really? Name. Yeah. Is he on? Is he on IGTV? Is he on Instagram TV? Yeah. Who is this guy? Is he like you know, Ninja? No. He's not like Ninja. He's nothing like Ninja, actually. Do you know Larry David, Dad? Uh, Larry David. Yeah, that's the that's the Pootie Pie guy. No. <laughs> no, that's Pootie Pie. I don't know. I can't keep up with all this. Yeah, with all no, this you're stuff. you're fine. That's fine. Uh, My dad was just leaving. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, if you want to stick around, there is a party tonight. Um, it's gonna be downstairs in the common area. There's gonna be movies, popcorn. Some of the other parents are sticking around. Yeah, that sounds um, great. I but would the love parents, to stick around. What movie are we watching? Uh, we're going to do Predator. Predator? We're gonna, yeah, we're going to watch Predator. And what then uh, Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's some, sort of, that's some sort of Facebook live show? Dad, I actually got invited to a frat party tonight. Um, so if you want to go to that Predator viewing, you can go alone. Um, and then I'll just see you at Thanksgiving. You are already getting invited to frat parties? Yeah, a boy invited me in the elevator. I am so proud of you, sweetheart. You are going to fit in so well here. Oh, thanks. Well, um, I'm going to head right. out. Uh, yeah. Dad, you can just see yourself out. What's your What's your name again, R.A.? Uh, Toby, Toby Seinfeld. Seinfeld. If you still want to come down to the party, uh, no, you can. No, no, no. I don't want to embarrass my daughter. I can see when I'm, uh, when I'm an embarrassment. Hey, look. Here's 500 bucks. You keep a special eye on this one, okay? <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> And you know what? I don't know if you can see, but she's got a uh, she's got a hot plate in the corner. Why don't we just say we didn't notice that, huh? Here's another fifteen hundred dollars. Sure. Let's just say you oh didn't notice God. the hot plate. Yeah, sure thing. Good. Yeah. Hey, 
Dad, did you say something to my RA? Because he's been up my ass for the last three weeks. He's just like paying such close attention to me. What? And making sure I'm not drinking and making sure I'm not having any fun at all or doing anything illegal. What did you say to him? Uh, I didn't say anything to him. He's 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 not letting you have fun? No, he's just saying- Did the he hot... take away the hot plate? No, he let he me be... keep the hot plate. He said, right, hot good. plate's cool with me. And then he winked. But then he's like, <laughs> absolutely no drugs and alcohol or sex though. Okay, but he's cool with the hot plate. He didn't take the hot plate away? He didn't take the hot plate. And yeah, I can make tea, but I oh, can't- Oh, great. Okay, good. Because I lost 10 grand to that kid making sure that you could keep the hot plate. <laughs> you what? How was the frat party? How was the frat party? It was amazing. Yeah? I met my husband. I got uh, married. <laughs> what? You got married? Yeah. I literally just got home. <laughs> you've been- You've got a you've shotgun been... wedding? You've been riding around for three weeks? Yeah, I finally did the tour of America I always talked about. I was, you know, I was like literally in the driveway. I was literally in the driveway. I was in park. I said, you know what? She's gone. What's holding you back? I put the car back in reverse and I circumnavigated the United States and just finally saw all the national parks. Well, I'm happy for you. But yeah, yeah, I'm at a Christian college. Night one at a frat party, met the love of my life. And we just like eloped. We'll have a bigger celebration later. That's what happened with me and your mom. Yeah, but uh, just like that, you know, people change. Okay, please don't impose. In your mom's case, she changed from being alive. <laughs> I again, that's not really her fault. You really, you're not very misleading when you talk. When you people change, it's a normal thing. Your mom changed from being alive <laughs> to not being alive anymore. When you talk about mom to my friends, it, they think that you guys got a divorce because you guys, you always say, yeah, yeah, we separated. Mm -hmm. We did. We separated earthly planes. We separated earthly planes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you said you said you had irreconcilable differences and she saw herself as dead and you saw yourself as alive. <laughs> yeah, that's an that is the most irreconcilable difference. I mean, there's no more irreconcilable difference than that. So I'm just saying that it's misleading. Yeah. OK, well, you know. I'll love your mom forever and always. And uh, that's why I went on the uh, tour. I spread her ashes across all the different national parks. Oh, man. Yeah. So there's not really one place I can go and visit her, though. Yeah, huh? that's the beauty of it. She's everywhere now. So I <laughs> circumnavigated the United States. So yeah, I got a nice little perimeter for you. Sir, I'm going to have to uh, ask you to step away from the glass here. You've been staring uh, directly into this polar bear's cage for maybe three, four hours now. And other people have, other people have walked by. They're trying to get a look at the polar bears as well. So Can you, uh, ask you, to... can you do me a favor? Sure. This is going to sound crazy, but uh, can you feed this polar bear these ashes? My wife's favorite animal was a polar bear, and... I made her a promise. We we were separated recently, and I made her a promise that... Uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, you know, people change, so... She left me. For heaven. But I promised her that I'd feed her ashes to a polar bear. So that every time I saw a polar bear, I'd think of her. Well, if I, um, if I fed a polar bear somebody's wife's ashes every day, guy come through here with his wife's ashes telling me to give it to a polar bear, this polar bear would be coughing up dust, so I can't do that. I can't do that. Okay. I understand. I understand. Thank but you. But I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Can you, uh, are there any security cameras around this, uh, enclosure? Uh, no security cameras, but there's a live stream on this polar bear, uh, on the polar bear exhibit here, uh, 24 7. 
Okay, kids, gather around. Um, five minutes every day, we're going to watch this polar bear swim around. Uh, it's very peaceful, isn't it? Yeah, cool. Yeah, wait a second. What is that? What's that man doing? There's a man in the tank. Oh, my God. What is he pouring out? Is that, is that dust? I think sometimes when someone loses a loved one that's very close to them, they act out in ways that may not make sense to the rest of us. Oh my the god. The polar bear's he looks like he's yelling at the guy. <laughs> they're they're in a fight. Okay, kids, look away. Uh, this is about to be very violent. I've never been more glued to a screen in my <laughs> life. This is the natural order of things. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my job. Oh my god, I'm letting these kids watch a polar bear eat a man. <laughs> Wait a second, is that chimpanzee giving birth? <laughs> Okay, yeah. That's how it happens! <laughs> Why are they so old? They're chimpanzees giving birth to two full-sized chimpanzees. They're full-grown gorillas. She's splitting in two! Does this always happen? Look away. No, I've never been more glued to a screen. Ugh. <sighs> All right. Um, I guess that's it for class today, everybody. Thanks. <laughs> Toby, you can't. Toby, you can't dismiss the class. We oh, have to wait for the. Is Toby in charge now? No, Toby. I know that he has an air of authority to him, but Toby, you can't keep dismissing yeah, the class. Yeah, let's just call it early today. I think no, everyone Toby. put in. Everyone worked hard, so let's go home. Let's Toby, st- we get dismissed by the bell. Now walk away from that igu- iguana habitat, please. I fed the iguana some funyuns, and now it's on its back. <laughs> I gave it a protein shake. Oh God, Toby. That's what I drink every morning. My dad makes me drink a protein shake until I throw up. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld makes you yeah. drink a protein shake until you Jerry throw Seinfeld. up. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. You know what? In our next parent-teacher conference, I'm going to have a, a little word with this Jerry Seinfeld. So what's the deal with Toby? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm good calling it there if you guys are. I'm sure we have plenty. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Oh, that was great. That was so fun, Aaron. Yeah, one of my favorite yeah. people in the world to improvise with live and over Zoom. Uh, anything you want to plug? Anywhere play? Uh, any places people can find you? Um, Just uh, listen to Hey Riddle Riddle wherever you find podcasts or follow me, Aaron Keefe 10, on Instagram. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. This is going to be Thanks my new favorite show it. to listen to. Thanks for doing it. Oh, it was so fun. Thanks for having it. Hey, Riddle Riddle, one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, and social media handles? What are the social handles? Uh, Aaron Keefe 10 on Instagram, Aaron Keefe 2 on Twitter, but I don't really tweet. Oh, but, but you retweet me, so follow her I on do. Twitter. I do. I do retweet <laughs> both of you a good amount. If you want to see how Whoa. often I like the two of your tweets, uh, please check out me I'll on Twitter. It. Thank you. Timmy, where can people find you? Oh, God, at Tim Lyons on uh, Twitter. And that's really all I want to plug. Um, I, you don't need to see my Instagram. <laughs> Sounds well, good. Well, now it's, you made it mysterious, and now no, everyone wants to see it. <laughs> it's, at Ly- it's at Lionheart if you want to see it. Well, thank you guys both so much for doing it. I had an absolute blast as always, and uh, we'll hope to have you guys back soon. Thank you for having me. Have a great Thanks, night, guys.
Hey guys, Dan here. Hope you enjoyed the pod. One final plea. Again, if you enjoy the show, please head on over to iTunes to like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and a short little review. We may even read it on the show. It takes under a minute and it really helps us out. So if you dig what we're doing, please say so. Regardless, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of Improv is Dead. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.